welcome to today's pep talk, The Disconnection Syndrome, Episode 16. In March's pep talk podcast, The Trickery of the Food Industry, Episode 13, I discussed the nucleus accumbens, the pleasure center of the brain, and how the food industry seeks to hijack the nucleus accumbens so consumers will consume more of their unhealthy, chemical-laden foods. I also discussed how the prefrontal cortex assists an individual in making healthy decisions, and if the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala are not communicating properly, it can cause an individual to be more self-focused and impulsive. Today, I want to talk a little more about the consequences when the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala become disconnected. As I mentioned in March's pep talk, doctors David and Austin Perlmutter have written a book entitled Brainwash. They were on the Doctor's Pharmacy podcast with Dr. Mark Hyman, and they discussed a syndrome that they have coined the disconnection syndrome. They explained that the disconnection syndrome is a biological disconnection between the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala. As the doctors explained, the amygdalas, the amygdala alerts an individual to danger and the prefrontal cortex evaluates, so to speak, the amygdala's notification to ensure that it is something that the body needs to respond to. For example, let's say that you're walking to your car at night and you hear a noise. When the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala are working properly, when they're connected, they can determine together if it is a noise that requires you to fight or flee, or if it is an innocuous noise. I am recording this pep talk during the coronavirus pandemic, and I believe this information is particularly relevant as the media is focused on reporting information that feeds a sense of fear. As the doctors explained during their interview, the media seeks to activate the amygdala. The manner in which they report is intentional because the more you feed the fear center of your brain, the more the fear center wants to be fed. It is vital that there is a strong communication between the amygdala and the prefrontal cortex. The doctors stated that there is an epidemic in the world where, the, where people's prefrontal cortex and amygdala are disconnected, where they are not communicating properly. The doctors explained that this biological disconnection is creating a psychological disconnection as well. People are more disconnected from themselves, from their neighbors, from, from other people, and from other people's views. The doctors indicated this disconnection hinders people from being concerned about the health of our planet and has created an us versus them mentality. The doctors commented on how the world is more divisive than what they've ever seen before. I have to admit, I agree with them on this. As the doctors stated, there is a divisiveness about everything in our world, it seems anyway, whether it is about the, the diet that's considered the healthiest diet or whether it's about politics. The amount of anger and hatred that people are speaking and typing towards individuals who have a differing view from their own is really quite heart-wrenching. I believe something that makes this world work is the fact that we are all different. 
we have different approaches and we have different ideas. And really think about that for a minute. What would the world be like if we were all the same and we viewed everything from the very same perspective? Why do people feel threatened by someone who thinks differently than they do? And if you're interested in exploring that concept a little bit more, please be sure to check out episode, the, my podcast, episode eight, Curiosity versus Fear. All right, let's review for a moment here. The prefrontal cortex is essential to making healthy, well thought out decisions. The prefrontal cortex is referred to as the adult as it weighs the pros and the cons about a decision including future consequences. It assists with clear decision making and decisions about one's future. It also assists with connection, with empathy, which assists with creating healthy relationships. The amygdala is the fight or flight. It helps us to know when we are in danger so that we can run or fight. The amygdala is associated with self-centeredness and impulsivity. Both of these parts of the brain are essential, and if they are not healthy, and if they are not communicating with one another, it will create within an individual divisiveness, conflict, hatred, fear, and an impulsive mindset. I am hoping at this point you're asking, what creates this disconnection between the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala that feeds this psychological and societal disconnection? Well, there are numerous factors which impact your brain health, including the connection between your prefrontal cortex and your amygdala. Nutrition is a significant factor. If you are consuming a diet that is void of the necessary nutrients needed for your brain to function optimally, your prefrontal cortex and your amygdala will be dysfunctional. There is no getting around this. And any of my clients that have worked with me know I talk a great deal about nutrition. Now, I'm not saying that just because you consume a poor diet, you're gonna be full of hatred. However, you may demonstrate other symptoms which indicate that your prefrontal cortex is not functioning optimally, such as you may struggle to make healthy decisions for yourself or your lack of compassion or empathy for others. Nutrition can also impact inflammation in your body. If you are eating inflammatory foods, such as chemicals, hormones, sugar, gluten, and dairy, your body will be inflamed and your brain will be inflamed. As the doctor stated, inflammation is the number one cause of death via chronic degenerative diseases, which develop due to inflammation. As explained by the doctors, inflammation threatens the connection between the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala and the standard American diet, the acronym, which is SAD, quite appropriate, is threatening our behavior, our decisions, and it's fostering an us versus them mentality because it inhibits the connection between the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala. The doctors also noted that systemic inflammation creates symptoms of depression and increases one's risk for dementia. Inflammation so nutrition is a huge element that impacts, impacts inflammation. In, inflammation also develops due to a lack of restorative sleep, a lack of exercise, 
a lack of a connection with people and with nature. In fact, the doctor stated one night of sleep deprivation led to a 60% increase in activation of the amygdala when people were confronted with negative images, something that was threatening, versus those who received a good night's sleep. Now think about that for a moment. 60% increase in the activation of the amygdala. So when you have not had sleep, the, the tendency for your brain to identify danger or to even be looking for problems is going to be higher because that amygdala is being activated at a higher level than, than the individuals who had a good night's sleep. The doctors explain that a good night's sleep can placate the amygdala or at least it can assist in keeping it more level. So do you have enough deep sleep and is it restorative sleep? Because as the doctors explained, it's not just quantity, it's not just clocking in seven or eight hours a night, it's about the quality of the sleep. And the doctors indicated that sleep is associated with a decrease in inflammation and cortisol. And inflammation and excessive cortisol can decrease the availability of serotonin in the brain. Another factor that enables the disconnection syndrome is chronic stress. The doctors explained that chronic stress is an issue in our lives and now it is known that chronic stress disables the prefrontal cortex. According to studies, neurons shrivel up in the prefrontal cortex when exposed to chronic stress, while in the amygdala, they expand. You get more dendritic branches as it creates more connections in the amygdala. Again, think about this for a moment. This was a new concept for me. I was not aware of this, that when we are un under chronic stress, the prefrontal cortex is shriveling up and our amygdala is getting bigger. The doctors explained that being exposed to chronic stress is rewiring the brain to favor the types of activity that creates chronic stress. When you are exposed to chronic stress, you kill the brain cells in the prefrontal cortex, the adult, and it makes the ones grow in the part of the brain associated with divisiveness, anger, running, or fighting, which is the amygdala. When there is a disconnection of the prefrontal cortex from the amygdala, the amygdala makes the decisions without the prefrontal cortex. The doctors indicated that this has been demonstrated in long-term human studies as evidenced by a smaller prefrontal cortex in humans who are experiencing chronic stress. When you are experiencing chronic stress, you are rewiring your brain to, be, to, to inhibit that prefrontal cortex. It's actually shrinking it and it's making the amygdala bigger and so you are going to be more prone to be looking for information maybe that's the best way of saying that looking for information that feeds that divisiveness that feeds the anger because again we have neuroplasticity of the brain and when we are 
hindering that prefrontal cortex and we are growing that amygdala and they're not communicating between the two of them we are are seeking to 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 participate in activities and to look for information that creates that stress and that will continue to feed that amygdala the doctors stressed the importance of individuals assessing their social social media usage as the doctors explained we as human beings we need to be connected with others and i think that is so incredibly important we want to be integrated and when people feel connected to others they are physically and emotionally healthier the hormone oxytocin connects us and it also integrates the prefrontal cortex with the amygdala and it allows them to communicate when we have an increase in oxytocin is when we feel connected to others and we were designed to be connected with with others and recently we are becoming more isolated even though people are utilizing social media platforms the doctors expressed it's important for people to assess if they are fostering good strong social bonds or are they being polarized against other people so when you go on social media how many posts are you reading that are that are, are a post that you disagree with are you seeking to build empathy or are you looking to become more divisive and is your brain now being wired to look for information that creates that divisiveness the doctors also encourage people to evaluate their just their media exposure in general they indicated that there's a negativity bias and this might have served us well a negative bias again within the brain and that this might have served us well during ancestral times to be really aware of things that were potentially threatening to us however today we're being preyed upon by the negative media and it lights up the amygdala and the more the amygdala functions and the more it grows the more that we struggle to tap into that prefrontal cortex which allows for forward thinking and empathy so the doctors are saying possibly back in the day uh, it, it served us for our amygdala to be more active and for it to be maybe more aware however in today's world this the tendency of the media to be negative to feed that amygdala is creating problems for us the doctors talked about how the Dalai Lama said that the brain you build reflects the life you lead. If you are exposing yourself to negativity and fear-based kinds of media, you will rewire your brain to gravitate more towards that type of life. I love that. I absolutely love that. Again, the Dalai Lama said that the brain you build reflects the life that you lead. If you are exposing yourself to negativity and fear-based kinds of media, you will rewire your brain to gravitate more towards that type of life. So not just the media that you're reading, but everything in your life, you are gonna be more prone to be gravitating towards negativity. As you know, I'm not a huge fan of social media or overexposure to media in general. And I encourage you, prior to going online, take a moment to identify your goal. What's the purpose of you going online? Is there, it's particularly if it's with regards to any kind of social media, is there something specifically that you're looking for? 
Are you being mindful and intentional? And I want you to think about the time that you spent online. Did it enrich your life? Did you walk away feeling more peaceful and content? Or were you more angry and upset? As the doctor stated, technology is a useful servant and a dangerous master. I love that. Are you in control of your technology or is it controlling you? Okay, I threw a lot at you. I want to take a moment to summarize what I'm hopeful you will walk away with from this podcast. The prefrontal cortex and the amygdala need to communicate with one another in order for us to be balanced individuals as well as a healthy society at large. Factors which influence the communication between the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala include nutrition, sleep, stress levels, media exposure, as well as physical activity and time in nature. By eating a nutrient-dense diet, connecting with individuals in person, getting restorative sleep, and minimizing your exposure to fear-based media, you are cultivating the healthy connection between your prefrontal cortex and your amygdala. I encourage you to think about your prefrontal cortex and your amygdala and are you exposing yourself to negativity so that you're gravitating more to negativity because you're rewiring your brain in that way? Or are you working to have more positive experiences in your life? As I mentioned in last month's pep talk, gratitude is a great way to help nurture that prefrontal cortex and possibly ensuring that you are including gratitude in your life in addition to nutrition, sleep, stress levels, getting out in nature and connecting with other people. That might be just one more technique that you can include to help keep that balance between the prefrontal cortex and the amygdala so that you don't experience this disconnection syndrome. Thank you so much for joining me today. I encourage you to do one thing today purposely to attain